On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, it is Take Tuesday. We've got football takes, we've got basketball takes. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, January 12th. The year is 2020. Congratulations to whoever won the national championship. Uh, Alabama won 41 <laughs> to 38. Uh, if wow. you missed the game, that's, that's definitely wow. 100% positively what happened. Magical. Mm-hmm. It was great. I'm your host, Will Hunter. I'm joined by my tremendously foreseeing co host, Matt Sheehan. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Matt. Um, you know me, Will, just always predicting things correctly here. Yes. Oh, yes. How are uh, you? Well, you know what? I'm, I'm doing just dandy uh, on this side of the microphone. Um, how, how are you? No one ever asks Will how he's doing. <laughs> Will, how on earth are you doing today? You always ask me how I'm doing. And you hmm. always say no one asks me. Oh. And I'm always doing out. fine, Matt. Okay. All right. Although Mr. I'm fine Will Hunter. Here. I'm going to sneeze. Here it comes. Oh, oh. brace yourself. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, I'm good. I'm Someone good. didn't have their built boost today, I see. Mm-hmm. I finally got my built boost in the oh. mail. Yeah, honest to get, dude, rip open yes. every pack right now. It is so good. Okay, anyway. I will. I haven't yet. I got it midday. I was like, ooh, tomorrow morning. I love Looking it. at you. Yeah. Uh, on today's show, we're going to do Take Tuesday. We've got some coaching staff takes for football. we got some broader football takes we got some basketball takes as well matt mm-hmm. how are you feeling about your takes this week good you know we got three football and the rest are basketball so i feel like we need some football to cleanse the palate here off of oh, uh, yeah. just the state of msu sports right now yes and when i say that i mean literally just the men's basketball team and one game that they played in the last week uh other <laughs> than that um, i'm feeling pretty pretty good i guess considering all things okay okay it's kind of wild how far the msu basketball team dropped in the ap poll considering they somehow stayed in the week before Mm -hmm. demolished a ranked team and then lost by a single point in a bad loss but lost by a single point to at least like an okay conference opponent and they plummeted it's like they were a week late there was some flop lag there i if they were in a neck and neck game with purdue the entire game and then lost at the end i I think they'd still be ranked but things trend on twitter the internet things make the highlight reels when you blow a 17 point lead in the second half that's going to turn some heads. If you just lost a ho-hum game, the voters would have never noticed. They're like, oh, yeah, sure, I'm going to that 23rd, whatever. No, when, when you're choking away 23-pointers or 17-pointers to uh, unranked teams, yeah, it's going to be fresh in the voters' mind when they go to vote at the end of the weekend, Will. And we all know that voters definitely watch all oh, just of the film games eaters, man. Film eaters. <laughs> So that's the plan for today's show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, are you ready? I absolutely will. Yeah, I'm going to give the listeners Fantastic. a peek behind the curtain immediately. Yeah. Let's um, go. Let's do so our first So usually take. for Take Tuesday, if you're new here, first of all, welcome. Uh, I will give a take. Will will tell me if that's a real take, if it's legit and it's got some legs, or if it's just fake and I'm being ridiculous. But a peek behind the curtain for all you beautiful, fine listeners at home. Well, this is, I think this is the first time where you have just straight up given me a take, and I'm going to read it verbatim off the text that you sent me because I, I am dying to see where you're going to go with this one. Uh, another take for tonight, dot, dot, dot. MSU will make the CFP with Mel T. 
talker. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Let's get some spice on your day and let's get some spice on that microphone right now, Will. Where are you going with that text that you sent me roughly uh, 55 minutes ago? You want honesty or you want me to lean into this? <sighs> I want honesty. I want honesty. I, want, I, I like honesty. I could take hard truths. You misinterpreted the point of that text. Okay, I'm, I'm even more intrigued now. Well, generally, mm-hmm. uh, the takes, I'm peeking even further behind the curtain, the takes, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> We're just doing a production meeting right now. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the secret, and it's very tough to pick up on. Uh, yeah. the, takes, the takes are kind of just a, a way to get to talking about a certain topic. Oh, 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 I know that. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I didn't. So, I, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't think that CFP and Mel Tucker talk was on the table tonight. That whew, I mean, well, I, then, well, we just won two games last year. This well, oh, I'm just. I'm only saying it. I only brought it up because it's the national championship game topical. as we're recording this. Topical. And I thought, let's get a little topical. Mm-hmm. Do we think Mel Tucker's program at MSU has that kind of upside? And and although it is my. <laughs> It's technically my take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Spin the tables I, back to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say fake. Okay, all right. Ah, dang it. I thought we were going to get a sweepy, sweeping declaration out of you tonight, but okay. All right. Could they? Yeah, sure. Yeah, any I team think they could. could. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not any team could, but... In theory. I... Michigan State has proven, as a program, that it could. Yeah. They've done it. I sure have. And... With a, a talent level that I would think will be lower than what Mel Tucker will have at MSU in a few years. Not that I think it's going to be like, oh, another top 10 class for Mel Tucker. But if he gets like the 22nd class and the 18th class and the 23rd class, that's a higher talent level Absolutely. than Mark D'Antonio really ever had in a three-year stretch. So I don't think it's completely off the table, but I'm not really betting on it. What I think is a, an interesting discussion here, Matt. Well, give, let me, let's do this. What mm-hmm. do you think first? Give me your, is it a take or a fake? And then expand on it for like 30 seconds. No, because listen, we're about to play or not play. We're about to see Ohio state tonight. Yeah, we, we played Ohio state earlier. We saw how that went, but just the, the talent gap between where they're at and the rest of the big 10. And that's not even counting like the third tier where MSU is at currently right now. Like we're talking Penn State, Wisconsin, Iowa. I guess you could throw us a second tier. The gap between them and Ohio State, oh, I'm sorry, Northwestern too. Excuse me, is far and beyond heads and shoulders. About like yeah. for Mel to get where Ohio State is and then catch Ohio State on maybe an off year and then run the table in your non or the yeah, crossover games and then Penn State, Michigan, like. There, that's so much to ask for. Uh, so, no, I, I, I don't think so. Sorry to be Debbie Downer, but uh, I think we'll be good, Hunter Mel Tucker. I don't know about I, Elite. I, I, if, if it's going to happen, it's going to take like four years. Oh, I don't, uh, fastest case scenario. Yeah, obviously not this next season. The year after that, expecting them to win like 10 games is probably going to be pushing it. Yeah. And... As we all know, if you can get your program to a point where you can win 9, 10, 11 games, it can be really hard to get to 12, 13, 14, right? To get all the way to the, the, the football playoff. So, that's and why that's, only three teams do it consistently, yeah. 
this is all keeping in mind that we're talking about a four-team playoff. If it expands to eight in three years, hey, we're in, baby. Now my eyebrows are arched. Oh, we got a real shot. Mm -hmm. Sure. But I will say this. This is an example I've brought up before, and I'm not making a direct comparison, but to the idea that we can tell anything about what Mel Tucker is going to be as a head coach, as a head recruiter, as a program builder, based on one year at Colorado and a pandemic half year at Michigan State. Like I'm still thinking I don't really know much, if anything, about him. Like I feel like we've learned some things, like, hey, he's got an ability to motivate players and they can bounce back and they can embarrass themselves one week and come back and beat a team that finishes in the top 10 the week after that. Like we've seen some certainly good stuff, but it's like, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to make any sort of sweeping judgments yet. And I think you really got to give a couple of years to someone before you do that because, and this is the example I've used, just go look at Saban's first couple of years at Alabama. I know it's Alabama. Nick Saban was a proven winner, national champion. That's why this is totally different. But even he at Alabama didn't turn it around right now. It took a couple of years. Dabo down at Clemson took him like five years, Matt. My favorite tidbit is like Coach O uh, lost to Troy very early on in his career. Yeah. And it was almost curse yeah. for him after that year. It, yeah. it takes a little bit of time. It does. And it's got to be, you know, to build it to the point where you can be just a machine, even to get to like Oklahoma's level where it's like, yeah, every year we expect to get to the playoff. We probably aren't going to win, but uh, you know, we're one of the five best programs in the country. Even to get to that point takes a lot of time recruiting. You got to get like a full good class in, but you know, I was just looking at some Clemson stuff and Dabo took over mid year. Uh, his first full year, they were like right around 500. I think they went seven and five or eight and five. The year after that, they went like six and seven, and then they're eight and five again. He had recruiting classes in the mid 20s, high 20s, 22, 25, 17. And then he hired Brent Venables, and then he recruited Deshaun Watson, and off we go. Right? Yeah, and a six hundred million dollar facility too. On top of that, at sure. little old Clemson, yeah. just just little, little teeny tiny little old Clemson, Clemson, getting the yeah. NASA space shuttle facility uh, down in the recruiting area. It was a collection of things. Yeah, and a lot of things had to go right. And a program that we used to all make fun of for falling on their faces all the time is now one of the three standard ah, bearers. Does that remind you of another program in the state? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's not. Impossible. I don't think they'll ever get to that level, but to peek in there once every five years to catch Ohio State when they're just really good instead of great, and you've got an upper class laden team, and you can win the Big Ten and get to the playoff one year at eleven and one or whatever. I think that's possible, but I'm certainly not betting on it. And if it does happen, it's gonna take a little while, Matt. Next year, catch MSU in the uh, college football playoff. All right, there we go. All right, that's exactly what we said. All right, more take or fake after this quick word from Bet Online. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline. We are going to have more betting content coming your way, Matt. Yes, and I'm not own. saying your way, I'm saying the listener's way Correct. from me yeah. and you. Yeah. You and I have been mm. selected to 
partake in some more gambling stuff worked into the show, and we're going to find a fun and creative way to work it into our weekly rundown with you guys. So we're looking forward to that. But we got some big football games this weekend, Matt. You're darn to it. We do, Will. Um, Dare I say, dare I say, the best weekend on the NFL calendar is the divisional round. I... I would tend to agree. Yeah, it's there are three powerful weekends, and I, you know what? I'm not even counting the Super Bowl. Um, that, that's like just from wild card to the championship games, like only three weeks right there. I cannot wait to lose every <laughs> single bet that I place on BetOnline at AG this week. Um, it is we should, our segment should be called Fade Fridays. I don't care it like what day we run go. the segment, but whatever day we run the segment, it's still called Fade Fridays. <laughs> Well, if you want to get in on the action this weekend, there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKDOWN. One word, LOCKDOWN, you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus. Matt, what is an early divisional round line that you've got your eyes on? Uh, This is a couch cushion bet. This is get every coin you possibly can out of that and put it on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers money line. I'm not even going to take the plus three. I'm going straight money line, baby. Plus 145. The Tom Brady nausea is just going to continue. And we're going to hate every second of it. But do you know what? Going to get paid for it at least. This is a man who just a week ago said Pittsburgh minus six looks pretty appetizing. Mortal lock. I got to say, I thought that bet was still alive until like five minutes left in the game. (laughs) 28-0 didn't even phase me. I was like, "Ah, okay, it's going to be a little tough, but boys are in it. Still the Browns. Well, if you want to get in on the action, you can do it with betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag, sign up. With the promo code locked on, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets. With your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports, they're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcast, Matt. Hit us yes. with another take. I've got two more football ones. Thing we can two fit them both football. into this segment. Uh, Will, just there's a lot flying around in the NFL coaching changes. Uh, oh, Doug yeah. Peterson, rest in peace. Right there, him. Uh, his well, tenure yeah, is Donzo at Philly. I'm sorry, what was that? He's still alive. Yeah, but the coaching career in Philly isn't anyway. So that kind of makes me think, well, what, what's going on with MSU? I mean, sure, they had a patchwork coaching staff last year to start the season. Sure, Mel Tucker got guys that he knew and liked. But can you can you always improve on things in life? Well, isn't that your job? He's doing it with the roster. Could he possibly be doing it with the coaching staff? So I guess the take is, well, I think we're going to see a coaching change here in the next few weeks, maybe? Or am I just like too caught up in the whole coaching change hysteria in the NFL and I'm just getting FOMO, wishing that would happen with my own team in East Lansing? I think you're getting FOMO. I'm going to say most likely fake. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. A couple weeks ago, I would have been more inclined to say take. Right on. There were certainly whispers. I had Somebody who I wouldn't consider a source, but somebody is like, oh, I talked to so-and-so and and this and that, right? I heard from somebody Mm -hmm. that there were going to be changes. This was a couple weeks ago, and that's have yet to play out. We've heard specific names of potential communication being between Mel Tucker and certain assistants at different schools, maybe in the SEC East, and they wear blue. Mm, Yeah, go Cats, right? Whoa. Whoa, too far. I'm sorry, excuse me. Too far. We'll, we'll, we'll delete that in post. I think if Mel Tucker was going to fire somebody, he would have already done it. 
Mm-hmm. So I think we can pretty safely cross off that scenario. Someone gets canned and a, a hire is made to replace that person. No, we never say never. We're still a month short of when Mark D'Antonio just up and left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. So, never say never, but most of these things I feel like have kind of played out. Now, there are exceptions. Penn State just fired their offensive coordinator and hired a new one like three days ago. Yeah. Came out over the weekend. So, it could happen. I think the most likely chance, and I don't think it's a big chance, the most likely chance that there is a new staff member is if somebody leaves because right now there are a lot of jobs still open around the country, Matt. And oh, yeah. there's a name that when the staff was put together, if you had pulled me aside or surveyed me and been like, Will, who on this staff, who on Mel Tucker's first staff do you think is probably the most likely to leave on their own volition, to go take a different job? Jim Bowman. I w- Jim Bowman. I would have needed half a second, and I would have told you it's Mike Tressel. <laughs> yeah. Right? Let's just Let's just do some math. Please. I hate math, but yeah, let's do it. Okay, Mike Tressel was a defensive coordinator or co-defensive coordinator for a handful of really great Power 5 defenses. Yep. Went to the college football playoff as a defensive coordinator, had a top 10 unit in 2018, had really good units in 17, 19. You get it. Mm-hmm. So he's got that on his resume. His mentor, Mark D'Antonio, retires suddenly in February when all the jobs are already kind of taken. And he's left in limbo. He's the interim HC. Doesn't even really get a true sniff to be the full-time head coach at MSU. And once Mel Tucker is brought in, he's just kind of sitting there like, okay, now what do I do? Because again... A lot of jobs across country already full up at that point. We saw Mel Tucker have to poach away half his staff. The other half he brought with him from Colorado. Harlan Barnett had been fired and was in looking for a job. Um, Ron Burton had agreed to terms with Indiana, but Mel Tucker was able to bring him back. Trestle was just kind of caught in this awkward spot. And not to say that he's not a good coach, and not to say that Mel Tucker's like didn't want him on the staff, certainly, because he's a, absolutely a valuable mm-hmm. member of the staff. But he essentially took a demotion through no fault of his own right? because he got stuck in a crappy spot in terms of like job market. Totally. So if he had the chance to interview for a defensive coordinator job, which there are still dozens open, I think he absolutely would be interested in that I I shouldn't say that I I don't know that for certain but it would make I'll say it this way it would make a lot of sense if he wanted to become a defensive coordinator again right maybe in southern Ohio perhaps I hear it's sprawling coastlines and a great place to work well that's the other thing (laughs) Uh, Fickle and Trestle go way back Mike's uncle Jim is Trestle's mentor or Trestle. <laughs> Mike's Uncle Jim is Fickle's mentor. That's a hell of a Wow, sentence. that's a lot going on there. Yeah. I, I know yeah. what you're saying, but whew, yep. mouthful. Um, 
Trussell worked with Fickle directly at Ohio State when he was a GA. He did special teams work with him. Trussell's always had some special team stuff and linebackers, and that's what Fickle coached. At Ohio State, they worked together a lot. And like I said, he's got a fantastic defensive coordinator resume. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati, if Fickle had reached out to him, was planning on reaching out to him. I have no idea if he would be interested in that. He'd probably want, prefer to be a Power 5, but Cincinnati's kind of close to getting Power 5. You can get a decent salary there, and you won't have to take too much of a hit because he's still on his D coordinator salary, which mm-hmm. is a lot of money. Tons of yeah. So that would be the one that I'm keeping an eye on. But I at this point, I, that's it seems like while there's a chance there, it's still relatively a smaller chance even than I would have thought a few weeks ago. Yeah, just because like you know, like we watch the football season and we give them some a little bit of relief, being like, okay, well, it's COVID year zero, yada yada yada. I figure you know Tucker's doing the same with his staff too. Like, ah, eh, that was kind of a wonky year, guys. Let's give it a real go yeah. next season. So yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I definitely don't think it'd be a firing, especially this late, unless something crazy happened. Um, but yeah, more so. Okay, well, there's a little bit of shuffling going on in the old college world of coaching. So maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Should I bang out this last take on football before we head to break? Yeah, let's do it quick. Well, I loved your write-up on Kenneth Walker III on spartanswill.substack.com. Absolutely love, too, that he is uh, a a participant of a Wildcat offense, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm also very high on Harold Joyner, the transfer from Auburn, but Will, you know what? You dog, you. You you dog, Will. I think I'm more high on Kenneth Walker now than I Mm. am on Harold Joyner in the running back room. Will, take or fake, should I be this guy high on Kenneth Walker? Have him above. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just saying, buddy. Take me away. Uh, I would be really surprised if Walker wasn't the lead guy in this this backfield next Mm -hmm. year. Same. Um, I like Joyner's skill set. I like his talent. I like his potential. He's got like 14 career touches in college. Yep. (laughs) Right? Yeah. It's still a lot of unproven, and he certainly could make it work. He's got the talent to do so. We've seen Kenneth Walker do it. He scored 13 touchdowns last year. He's rushed for like 1,100 yards on 215 career carries. He's a really good all-around back. He protects. He's smaller but runs with great power. He's hard to tackle. He's elusive. He's fast. He's just a really, really good football player, and you know, I'm fired up that Michigan State has him. I think he very well could be the best player on their offense next season, and I would be surprised if he's not one of the top two or three guys on the offense uh, all year. I I do think, you know, Joyner could be really exciting and fun, but it's just a lot of unproven, and mm-hmm. I know what I'm getting from Kenneth Walker. He's good. Yep, right on. Cool. Any any opinion you want to share there? Oh, no, that's just, I'm super jacked up and excited about him. And that okay. people should go to spartansworld.substack.com because, yeah, I, I, I can't take your 2,000-word uh, breakdown and uh, put it eloquently on a podcast for even just 15 seconds of words. speaking. So It wasn't that many words. All right, we're going to do some basketball takes here in just a minute. But first, a word from rockauto.com. Rockauto, hey, if you drive a car, you should go to Rockauto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, to motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. 
Best of all price at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You wouldn't do it. It doesn't make sense. Don't do it. Instead, mm. go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, let's finish up strong, Matt. Give us a basketball take. Yeah, sorry, guys are going back down basketball road. But, uh, okay, I got a good one here. This is very um, relatable to a lot of people. Uh, Okay, take or fake. It is perfectly reasonable uh, for a grown man uh, with a family and a small child to uh, still be upset three nights after a college basketball game has taken place, Will. Take or fake. It's, It's understandable and reasonable. What do you want me to say, Matt? I just want you to tell me it's okay, Will, and that everything's going to be fine. Because here's my next take. This is a more serious one. Okay, so you, you go down and look at bracketology. Lenardi, even after the loss to Purdue, has MSU as an 8 seed. Okay, Fox came out with theirs today, and they have MSU as an 11 seed. Now, that's like when the sirens get popping. Like, we uh-oh, 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 oh, God, oh, no. So my panic meter right now is at an 8 out of 10 for making the tournament. So my take is that... Everyone's panic meter should be about at at least an 8 out of 10 as far as making the tournament. I know we touched on this a little bit yesterday, but from like a psychological fan standpoint, Will, is this totally reasonable to be this alarmed, or are you the, the cooler head even in this situation after what we saw on Friday night? I mean... You know my answer is going to be no. You're unreasonable. Constantly. I don't know that. Well, I am very unreasonable a lot of the time, but we're, we're in deep water here. One bracketology has us at eleven. Going to oh. Iowa on Thursday, like this isn't going to get any better. <laughs> Wah, whatever. Wah, whatever. Okay, All right, fair, <laughs> fair. All right. I just I can't get that worked up about it. I'm sorry. I'm the you wrong know, person when, to ask. W- when will you though? I, I guess is Never. is a question to ask. Never. <laughs> okay. Well. If they lose every game from here on out, I'd be like, well, that was a shitty season. Yeah, can't wait for a yeah, it's a to say the least. <laughs> All right, okay. I don't know. It's just, it's not something, I'll be bummed out, certainly, but okay. All right. at the same time, it's not not going to be something that ever sticks with me, so I'm, I'm always uh, going to say, oh, you're ridiculous. You. Your yeah. reactions to sports are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And you're a big, yes. dumb idiot. Crap in all fronts so far, yeah. So, that's not to say yeah. you're wrong. Like, okay. uh, a lot of people are like that. That's fine. It's just not my way mm-hmm. of uh, motoring along, Matt. Yeah, you motor along in what they call a healthy way, um, uh-huh. Will. I think it's... <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, let's get down to like somewhat X's and O's here then for this next one. Um, th- there was a stretch on the court in the second half. Somewhere in the middle where both age, uh, both uh, Hogard and Henry were both on the bench. So my take is that either Hogard or Henry always have to be on the court. I'm not saying and, but it's got to be or. I, 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 it's probably very unwishful thinking because that's two guys and you got to rest them both. But man, for that three-minute stretch that they had them both on the bench, uh, I'm going to need to have one of those guys orchestrate the offense here. I'm just not comfortable with Rocket. Not really comfortable with Langford doing that. Uh, Hauser doesn't do it for me. I, I see. I just need Hogarth or Henry out there. But one, one of the age brothers that isn't Hauser. Why'd you leave off lawyer? Why do you not? Don't make me say it out loud. Don't make me say it out loud. I don't want to say it out loud. Say it out loud. 
Because it's a waste of time, Will. It's a waste <laughs> of time. It doesn't work anymore. <sighs> anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty spot on. Like, you got to have one of those two guys. Like, I don't know who else you're trusting unless it's going to be like Rocket, Rocket it's, it's doing some Rocket. ISO stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe you can work some stuff through Hauser in the post, but that's, I don't know. I don't know. Not really. It's not great how they play or how he plays or how it's been working. He has to kind of be doing like a two-man game thing, which if it's not Hogard and it's not Henry, maybe Rocket can do some of that with him, but I'm not leaning on that for more than like 30 seconds at a time. So, yeah, I'm with you. Take. Because it was a long stretch too, and this is not a good situation where you have two guys that you trust running the offense, and one of them is not a point guard. <laughs> it's, it's it's Aaron Henry, who, you know, he's he's been having a good season so far. But, yeah, sure, in the past he's had flashes where it's like, oh, no, oh, Henry, what are you doing? Five turnovers, Henry, like, which I feel like, you know, he's always due for one of those games at any time. Again, maybe that's just the irrational chicken little side of my thinking. But, yeah, man, it's just got to be Hogart or Henry patrolling the – the old, the old ship here, Will, which is uh, all sorts of fun. I got one more. Let's Will. do it. Fans should get at least a two-day heads-up uh, when MSU basketball is going to be wearing their 2000 Flintstone-era jerseys. Will, that was the third game, at least in my documented history in my brain, so it could be wrong, that they've worn these jerseys. The first was against Maryland when they blew a seven-point lead with three minutes to go and lost that game by seven. The second time was senior night uh, against Ohio State last year where they uh, erased a little deficit and then won a very emotional game, of course, to win their third straight Big Ten title. Woo! Well, the third game was uh, Friday. Um, you get a certified banger, either for better or for worse, whenever MSU wears these jerseys. I- I'm going to need 48 hours to mentally prepare the next time they decide to trot out in, in these jerseys, Will. Is this a take or a fake? I- I'm- I- Surely you'll-, you'll agree with me on this one. I think that's fair. Yeah, okay, thank you. All right, there we go. Bre- yeah. Breaking bread over this to attend it. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's tough. Those are that, two tough losses to have in those jerseys, man. That's yeah. that's pretty tough. Yeah, and and the win was fantastic and wonderful. Like I imagine Matt Sheehan is mm-hmm. three for three, hitting one hundred percent, and just dousing himself in alcohol after the Flintstone era throwback jersey. Yeah. Get, after all three of the games. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's accurate. Yeah. So. That's what happened. Yeah. Give yourself a couple days to mentally prepare. Get the old liver ready. Sure. Some hydration, carbonation, or carbonation. Yeah. Yep. Carbo-loading is what carbonation. I'm saying. <laughs> Car- yeah. Drink a lot of pop before uh, you go on a bender here. Yeah, that's my advice to you. Yep. Get some Pedialyte in the house, maybe. Mm, for your son it. or yourself. Uh, yeah. I'm with that. I, I, I can dig it. Yeah, there we go. Can you dig it, Matt? Absolutely. Well, I got trivia for you that you were not. Can if, you, if, you, you if you get this, this would be amazing. Do you know what that's from? Uh, wrestling? Sort of. Okay. It's secondhand. He stole it. Anyway. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll take part the rock, that. The Rock says it. Okay. In wrestling, but it was originally said in Warriors movie. I've Very influential movie. Never really. I, I don't even think I've heard of that movie before. 
before. I, I know you haven't. All right, let's let's get to trivia and let's get out of just, here. I need another episode to just discuss with my performance today. Uh, here's some trivia that you won't get. Okay, it's Tuesday, January 12th. What Spartans standout finished second in the outdoor 1500 meters at the 2019 NCAA Men's Track and Field Championships? I don't know. John Kipritich. Uh, John, if you are a listener, I am so sorry for not knowing the answer. But, hey, congratulations on your second-place finish. That's very impressive. Uh, go green, guys. All right. Let's, uh, yeah. Let's have a nice little Tuesday here. All right. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, take us home. Go green. Have a Tuesday. Woo!